Hey gang, I want to tell you about today's sponsor, Podcorn.com. Podcorn.com helped me take the frustration and mystery out of finding a sponsor for my show. They were so effective that within the first week of signing up for Podcorn, Podcorn themselves sponsored the show. From that time to now, I've been finding different sponsors that work with our brand. Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities such as host read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. With Podcorn, there is no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities right on the platform, set their own rates, and collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. You never give up any rights to your podcast and Podcorn is here to support you at every step and ensure you're protected and compensated for the work that you do for brands. The Marketplace mission is to give podcasters transparency, creative freedom, and full control of how and when we monetize. Click the link in my show notes to sign up to Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities today. Podcorn.com. Now on with the show. As she won, bullet. I into my throat Open my honey The spine it'll call it I shoot Bullet right in my soul Warm it all up And I swear I was whole And I'll drink to the morning and I sing through the night cause there's nothing like that old frontier whiskey to help me forget that you're no longer My heart's in the target that I should range. I got holes up and down, I'm the only one to blame. I've been shooting them bullets since that new part's on me gun. Oh, lovers cross fires, get my boots on the run. And I'll drink to the morning, then 
and I'll sing on through the night Cause there's nothing like the old frontier whiskey To help me forget that you're no longer mine There's nothing like Cause there's nothing like Cause there's nothing like That old frontier whiskey To help me forget That you're no longer and that was today's guest, Wonky Tonk, with a song from her Inhaler Studios performance. Welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Wonky Tonk. Wonky Tonk is an amazing singer-songwriter out of Kentucky. She is, uh, uh, well, this is what it says, is alternative and holistic health service. <laughs> that I mean, that makes perfect sense. I absolutely loved our conversation, and uh, I loved her whole story about taking hallucinogens. And you, you know what? Let's just let, let let's just let's just hold off. We'll let Wonky uh, tell that side of the story. Uh, before we get to Wonky Talk, first go check out RainaMystique.com. R e i n a m y s t i q u e dot com. Go check out her latest single, Stew. It's a reggae jam. You can also find Raina on Twitch at uh on tuesdays and thursdays at 7 a.m and saturdays in the evening i'm just gonna say the evening uh <laughs> twitch.tv slash rain mystique you can also find we speak english good on the show as well on, on the show you can find we speak english good on twitch as well we stream on mondays and fridays mondays at 1 p.m eastern standard time and fridays at 3 p.m eastern standard time uh you can go find us at twitch.tv slash we speak english good and i'm telling you if you haven't been over to the live stream you're missing out come be a part of the conversation come contribute your ideas your thoughts to the conversation conversation uh and, and come sub, sub, subscribe you, you, you throw, throw some biddies <laughs> come on over and give me your money uh no no uh, it's totally free it's a free thing you can sign up for it, it's pretty easy just go sign up for a profile on twitch and come follow and hang out uh this sunday we have the live music stream where we're gonna have jt and the conspiracy on it's a full band stream so we're gonna be playing all the songs you want come request music and we will play them a full band drums keys guitar and bass i'm super excited super stoked and we got a rehearsal this third or we had a rehearsal last night and it probably went well but I don't know because this is Tuesday and I'm recording all my intros on Tuesday. I just, that's how I'm doing it now. I'm just recording all my intros on Tuesday. Sorry, news of the week. Sorry, latest developments and stuff. 
I, I just I have to like get my life together in a way that makes sense and just doing all, all like a bunch of things all at once that I have to do for the week makes sense for me. So getting all this stuff done, getting the intros done for the week, getting the flyers done for the week, getting everything done for the week just makes my life easier. Anyways, we're moving on. Like, subscribe, review, like us on Facebook, Instagram, Discord, TikTok, Snapchat, the fucking Twitter, the whole fucking thing. Facebook, ugh. Go like us. They're all in those show notes. Go click around. You can also uh, subscribe to us on iTunes or follow us on Spotify or anywhere you could get your stream, your podcast, follow or, or subscribe to us. You can also subscribe to us on YouTube where you'll find the video versions of this podcast. You can also find the actual video version of this very interview in the show notes. So go click around. Get yourself some. You can also subscribe to us on Twitch. It'll cost you a few dollars, but uh, I'm telling you, it all goes right back into making the stream and or podcast better. You can also leave a review. Now, this is a free thing that you can do. You can leave a review and it, it, it helps us to be found in the algorithms of the podcasting universe. Um it helpful. It's very helpful. And I'll read it on air if you like. Uh, you can also write the show at we speak English good at, g- at gmail.com. Let us know what you're thinking, how we're doing, and such. You can also support the show by buying a t-shirt. You can buy a WSEG shirt with a retro 80s design. You can buy a, a pro wrestler woo emote shirt off of the website as well. Uh, and you can buy a, a cartoon emote of me. Um, me looking mad with my hat on my WSEG hat on so come and come through go check out the selection it's a good time over there make it happen captain okay that's everything I I can't believe I just yawned at you guys Uh, next week on the podcast feed we have uh, let me see we have EBX Aaron uh, and we have Nick Natoli, both amazing singers, songwriters, producers, uh, just great, great people to chat with. Uh, and uh, that that's that. So please go and support our sponsors, especially Podcorn. Big shout out to Podcorn for supporting this episode. And a uh, big shout out to uh, uh, MyTiki.com. Go check out MyTiki.com slash English. And uh, to sign up for a free email, uh, a free the free service, and take back the power from Big Data, Podcorn.com. Go check them out too, and go find yourself a sponsor for your podcast, or go find a podcast for your business to spot to uh, to uh, advertise on. It goes both ways, folks. Goes both ways. All right, that's enough out of me. Let's jump on over to. Our friend, the wonderful, the talented, wonky tonk. Pew, 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 pew. You're in, currently in Kentucky, right? That is correct, my friend. Okay, sweet. Because it's like over here. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, Kentucky's right there. <laughs> I don't. I'm in. I'm in Toledo, Ohio, uh, and and so I'm like right near the border. And so I started pointing up because 
Detroit is up is north and but no one knows that no one watching knows or cares I'm pointing and besides anybody who's listening is like oh, he's pointing again he's pointing uh wonky thank you so much for coming on the show uh I I, I super duper appreciate it. like uh, I absolutely love your 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 visuals I love that you got all this, like all this video content to choose from. I mean, you got a, a big catalog of music. Uh, it, it's, it. How, tell me, how long have you been sort of doing all of this? I know, I know that's kind of a basic ass question, but we're just getting into this. So, how long have you been sort of uh, putting it out there like that? Oh man. <laughs> uh... First of all, I love this super duper, super duper. It keep, is super duper. Keep, keep super duper. <laughs> it's, a, it's my first time in this internet world, which is, uh, I'm dancing with this grid that's happening. It's to the matrix. space matrix. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, what's funny is in sort of preparing, which I don't do well, um, for now, I just Googled some shit and it's like Wonky Tonk from 2008 came up. And it's wow. like, holy moly. <laughs> <laughs> Those are always fun. Perfect. So, I mean, I guess a while. I've been <laughs> putting it out there a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Were, were, you, uh, were you a person who saw the potential in YouTube pretty early on? Uh, I, I don't know how long. Because, I mean, like, it seems like we're both old enough to remember when there wasn't a YouTube, and then there was a YouTube, it, and then there was, like, what YouTube is now. Because when YouTube first came out, it was, like, what, like, kittens and, and people getting hit in the nads with, like, a wiffle ball or something. And, 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 then, and then people started getting these viral videos, and then people started seeing the potential of sort of breaking through gatekeepers, uh, especially in the music in the music world and in, in production, like video production. And, and now look at it. So there's like networks, complete networks on YouTube. But were you someone who sort of was an early adopter of the platform or, or of the Internet itself? Um, sorry, this motorcycle man is out there. That's uh, OK. Hey, Bonnie. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks for being here. Um. I hope his motor works. Um, <laughs> not so much. I I think I'm such a uh, tangible eyeball to eyeball kind of person that all internet realms were sort of just the ether, right? So yeah. hell, let's just create wonky tonk on all the platforms that are happening, and then just keep pushing shit, you know. <laughs> but I think it's really. Just as you were talking, I'm like, man, YouTube got gentrified. <laughs> <laughs> I got gentrified. <laughs> it did. It did. They moved in and they and they jacked up the rent for sure. Yeah, uh, that was. <laughs> Yo, know, the well, it's funny because me and my wife, we we like back in 2008, even we started doing like this this like weekly or biweekly show where we'd go around because we used to live in San Diego, California. And we used to do, um, we just go around to different places, like different events and cover it. And we were covering it for this small local paper. And um, it, we, we realized now, we stopped doing it because we were just like, you know, this is a lot of work and we weren't really getting paid for it. But when you look back and you're like, and you see what YouTube became over these last, you know, 15 years I think that's the right number to say, I guess. Uh, but for the last 10 years at least, 
if we would have just kept on that path and just kept doing it and just been consistent in our releases, we probably could have built something really interesting on YouTube. And of course, that's like a lot of different things that we sort of just were like, Ugh, let's just keep moving. And then, but, but I don't know, it, it, YouTube, it was this viable place and it still is, you know, it, it still is a viable place to sort of get your stuff out there. But uh, in the lines of like making money off of it, they definitely moved the goalpost. And like you said, they, it got gentrified and <laughs> now they're doing all the, the stuff. Um, well, I, 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 um, I had an interview, someone interviewed me yesterday and they asked me this really striking question that really, uh, that kind of stopped me in my place. And, and I was, I, you know, like I didn't really know how to answer and I gave him some kind of like bullshit answer and then he like pressed and then, and then we got to it. But he asked me, is like, what is, what is the why? Why is it that you do what you do? Why is it? Because we had just talked about how like mu music is, is a crazy business to be in. And, you know, it's full of crooks. It's full of, you know, liars. It, it's full of great, beautiful people. It's full of a lot of different, the you know, full spectrum of, of, of shit. And, um, you know, but there's a lot of shit involved to get anywhere close to at least making a living on it. You know, you have to, there's a lot of hoops you kind of got to jump through. Um, and he was just like, so what presses you? Why, why do you do this? What, what, what do you get out of this that, that keeps you going, even though like you might not be making money or it's hard work or you're, you're traveling 500 miles to play for three people and the bartender, you know, it's like, why do you keep doing that? And, and it, it like I said, it stumped me. So I, I'm just going to steal his question. And, and w <laughs> why, why do you do this? What, what do you get out of it that keeps you pushing? Ooh, that's a gorgeous question. And it's a real question. I love that. <laughs> it's a real question. Yeah. It's not, how long have you been playing guitar? <laughs> <laughs> what is genre? Um, <laughs> I this is um, without ranting too much. Oh, please I rant! Kind of please rant. My way, you know. So uh, the business has a certain way of taking all the fun out. And so last year, I decided to move to Ecuador to do this like shamanic adventure. <laughs> did it did it involve ayahuasca it did and yeah. san pedro yeah yeah <laughs> okay. please i want to hear about this now please tell us everything this this was my electronic drum kit <laughs> <laughs> that's tight that's tight I, I feel you i feel you so much it's like you you need a you need the electronic drum kit sometimes you know yeah or the porsche know? or ecuador whatever it is yep try something new i you know what at least it's not like some sort of weird fetish or a new car. <laughs> right, right. You weren't you were sending, you know, like body parts to young, you know, underage people at least, right? Like, right. <laughs> it's like, it seems like dudes just get to a certain age and then they're sending their genitals to people. It's like, why are you sending your genitals to people? Especially like politicians. Anyways, please, you didn't send your genitals to people. That That's good. You went to Ecuador. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> I went to the equator. <laughs> uh, and and in that um what is the why i think the biggest thing is in a world where everything is uh, sort of 
a commodity. Mm-hmm. It, um, and then you have things like the YouTube, right? That become it's this this pinnacle of creativity in the forefront and all the creators and then it gets gentrified and then it's sort of like smoothed out even though there's weird awesome things that happen in the midst we have to continue creating so then like this twitch world is an entirely different universe is boggling my entire being and i love it because my universe expanded you know (laughs) and i think the why is is that it's medicine and so we fight for these things we love but the world tries to make them a little bit smaller and so to give it meaning to give it magic is a full-time job and and music isn't lucrative um (laughs) and so i had to learn that i wasn't doing it for anyone else but myself and the more i could do it for myself the more other people garnered from it and then I don't really make money, but the spirit and the family and the people and the camaraderie of community where we all support each other just from creating a vulnerable space is just like continually feeds into it. You know, for some reason, I'm thinking about permaculture. <laughs> it's, like, it's all functioning and self-sufficient. Right, so right. I think just the why is getting, I mean, a lot of musicians, we're all just like, I'm getting out of the game. This is baloney, you know? <laughs> Yeah. And and then when you sit down with it, it's like, what the hell else am I going to do? Like, there's nothing I can do and not in um, resource or circumstance, but out of like everything else would just kill me. So you just you find a new way to dance and to love it again. And you get the drum pad or you go to ayahuasca and you figure out how to look at it a different way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's. Y- it, it, what really resonated with me, what, what you just said, was that doing other things will just, like, kill you. And, and that was one of the things that I was trying to tell that guy I was being interviewed by. I was like, you know, I could, of course, I could go work in a factory. Of course, I could go work in, like, in an office, in a cubicle. But that literally is the death of my soul. I've done it. I've, I've been there. I've done it. And, and it's like, I, I, I just can't. It, it's, I don't, I don't know why, but it's just, I, I can't. And, and, and I'm grateful that as I get older, my, my propensity to create is just getting stronger and stronger. So like, I'm just, I'm constantly like, oh, I just want to be working on what I'm doing and, and, and everything else is sort of like, I, I don't really care, but there's a problem in that too, because you can take your work so serious that, you know, like people start fading into the background and like, you should probably eat something, you know, or drink some water or, or take a walk, you know, like get outside of that. So it, it can it can go a little too far in one direction. But but the idea of, of like doing something else like other than music or, or podcasting, I guess, uh, it, it just it sounds terrible to me, to me. Uh, ha- have you worked? Uh, I mean, how long has it been since you worked like a like a like a day job that you were just like, I'm not into this? golly well first of all i almost happy cried just listening about this creativity right (laughs) i'm so happy this is we have to remind each other that we're doing it because we because the creators fall into the background of the machine right Mm -hmm. and so in that same way we're all dancing and heck yes we're here right now in the ether and all these people and they're typing (laughs) what is this (laughs) (laughs) um 
Hold up. Sorry. I'm, I went rambling. What did you ask? <laughs> um, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> what did we ask guys? Do you guys remember where we were at? <laughs> you were just saying nice stuff about happy cry. <laughs> Wild but sober waffle gang. You better calm down <laughs> with that waffle gang, sir. Uh, <laughs> Wild but sober. What's going on, buddy? Everybody go give some love to Wild but sober. He's an amazing, amazing producer. Uh, and uh, and he's just, he kills it. He kills it. I love him. Uh, yeah, a day job. Yeah, so when's the last time? Thank you, Deadbeat. And by the way, Deadbeat5250, I, I believe they're a fan of yours because they showed up here, uh, hashtag wonk on. Wonk on so uh, yeah. I'm not sure who Deadbeat <laughs> is, uh, but they're here for you. So that's really awesome. Uh, but yeah, so when's the last time you had like a real day job? Oh, that reverse mohawk. That, that's the bane of my existence. God damn that reverse mohawk. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Please. There's so much going on. I love it. Uh, yeah, uh, it's ridiculous. Day job. Thanks, Bonnie. Your friend Bonnie. You are my friend. Uh, I luckily, I have never had one. Oh my god, that's amazing. I love that answer when I hear it. It's that's great. Yeah, I, me too. I <laughs> back on it. I work freelance, so I do production, um, art department, set design for commercials and photo shoots. My mm. dad's. One of his multiple ex-wives was an awesome set designer, and I got into the business via her. And so it's been nice that I just dance back and forth, right? Yes. Make a commercial, pay for tour. Work <laughs> again, make another commercial, right? Right. <laughs> exactly. Well, and, and that's amazing because it's still this field of creativity because uh, I do videography work as well, production. And, and it's just, it's nice to have like a different thing other than, you know, the road or gig or practice or whatever, you know, like, cause just music, it, it, there was, a, this was another thing that came up last night in this interview was, is like, I, I, I just personally, I mean, I, I'm ADHD. I'm pretty sure I have the adult ADHD and it's like, uh, I can't see myself just doing one thing all the time. And it's just, it, it's nice to have these different outlets to where you get to exercise these different parts of your brain and your different parts of your creativity. Uh, how, I mean, do you, do you get bored with one certain thing or do you, do you like diving into one thing forever and ever? I mean, like, you know, how do you, how do you like, you know, how do you pr like proceed with your work? Do you, do you like to just be on one thing for a long time and then shift or is it jumping everywhere? That's where you like to be. Mm, I love this. Uh, <laughs> I have recently been imagining it a little bit like a 3d printer. Okay. Or like a, like a, a giant weave with a thousand people just putting all these intricate patterns, but it's like, it goes left and right and left and right, and you don't really know what it's making, right? Because you're here and then you're here. And for me, I I can't believe that I've done Wonky Tonk or Wonky Tonk has been here this long. It's the <laughs> longest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> and it is that part of like jumping, jumping to and fro. I think it's for me, not getting bored, but rather drowning in 
and like, oh shit, do I believe in this enough to keep going? You yeah, know? Yeah. So if you just pop around, it's like, yeah, I can believe in something long enough to to get to another one. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Well, especially if rent depends on it. It's like, right. sure, I can deal with this until the next thing comes. Uh uh host of every podcast I love is dead. Oh, Okay, awesome. Thank you for being here. I'm actually going to be... Oh, my God. Um, That's beautiful. Raina, can you please... Hold on. I'll just do it. Um, uh, what's, what's it called? It's the Every Podcast I Love Is Dead. Every Podcast I Love Is Dead. I type good, too. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. Every podcast I love is dead. You got a website, man? I'd love to shout out your website right now. Um, uh, here's his Facebook. Uh, uh, uh. Here's a link tree. Here's the link tree. I'll put the link tree for everybody in the chat. Everybody go follow. I'm actually going to be on that podcast uh, on every Yeah, because I heard him say at the beginning when I was listening to the podcast, getting ready for this, uh, I heard him, if you want to be on the podcast, you and I'm on like this like podcast kick. I'm just like, I'm trying to grow my show and like I'm getting more sponsors and stuff. So I'm just going full in and just going crazy on the podcast. So I've been doing interviews, interviewing people and uh, yeah. So Deadbeat, thank you so much for for being here. And uh, I'm not sure if you... Uh, if you're, I, I know you got a, a, a Twitch name here, a Twitch handle, but uh, I don't know if you are familiar with Twitch. I'd love to know if you, if you are familiar with how it works. Are you familiar with how Twitch works? Are you asking me? Yes, Jazz. Or Bonk. <laughs> no, Sweet. I don't. The internet is a thing I don't understand, really? and I love that. But Twitch is no. This is no. <laughs> Yeah, I I would suggest and I would suggest for you to go definitely check out. By the way, everybody, this is the link. I, I don't know why I didn't label it, but that's the link right here uh, that I put for the podcast. That's his link tree. Go follow him up. Go go hang out. Uh, and he has a great podcast. He's a great host. And uh, yeah, go check it out. The internet is mind boggling to you, but it, but you but you have a pretty decent presence on it, so you obviously know a little bit. Um. E yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, my I figured out and got in trouble that my Nokia with the snake could text, which was a thing that <laughs> no one knew existed on the phone. It just kind of showed up. Um, and then it was like a $100 bill, and my dad's like, what the hell is this text? <laughs> and I think when it comes to the internet, I'm, I'm not a connoisseur, mm. because I think mostly in production, because... Because I create so much illusion, I don't want to indulge in it. Yeah, no, I feel it. <laughs> and so it's more that I just like throw things out there, and I don't know if they work or not. And it's like, oh, there's, you know, yeah, I love these woos. My mom gets drunk, and she is such a woo girl. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And she probably has a southern accent too, right? So it's like a woo. It has like a little, has a little, has a little. Uh, what do you call that? Uh, twang on it. I love yeah. that. Uh, we got, we got a, we got a question from the audience. It's waffles or pretzels? Waffles or pretzels? And when, when we're talking pretzels, we're talking about the soft baked pretzels. 
Oh, well, is this like, is this a thing? Yes, Wild But Sober is our, our chat troll, and he likes to ask okay. these questions. But my moderator, Reyna, asked for him. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, waffles or, or pretzels? Waffles just got the more fun of a word, and you can put things in all the squares. I, ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, <laughs> see, I, I'm a waffle. I'm, I'm waffles over pretzels as well. But there's a big debate here where where people people get mad. People get mad about the the the, the choosing of the waffles over pretzels. But uh, you know, it's just. <laughs> but but wild but sober is a waffle guy, so he's okay with it. Waffle gang, waffle gang, waffle gang, waffle gang. Um. <laughs> Anyways, this is what's fun is like we'll get into a conversation, then we'll get sidetracked, and then the conversation <laughs> wherever we were at is dead. So that's fun. I'm actually really interested, and I don't know how much you want to go into it because I know soft pretzels for life, deadbeat, you're dead to me. You're dead to me. Yeah. <laughs> you're out. <Thank> you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretzels are dead. Every pretzel I love is dead. <laughs> <laughs> you're all dead. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm really interested, and you know, I know these things kind of are personal sometimes. Uh, but can you bring it on? But because I know you kind of talked about it on, on uh, um, uh, every podcast, I know is that uh, the your Ecuador experience because you you uh, you went down there and you kind of got stuck down there. But I'm I'm curious on what you took away from your experience, your shamanic experience, and what what and and you know, I know that can be a little personal those those moments but uh please i'd love to sh hear whatever you got to share heck yeah thank you for asking i love personal uh, <laughs> good <laughs> i think i uh, i joked that i would come back a rock and roll shaw woman you yes. know and and i think western world is really like we're seeking for something else especially in covid time and stuff of like maybe i'll turn to astrology since everything's fucked you know like <laughs> yeah. something else that might make sense right uh, thank you mental i appreciate for that follow man uh uh what is it is it mental oh yeah it is mental yeah it's mental what's up mental i can't believe you're not following you've been here so many times how dare you uh, I do love Janice, but I like Patty Smith more. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah. What is it? Who, who who has that? Who has that? Mento Menti. I got gotcha. you. Uh, oh, does she love Janice Joplin? I see. Does she love Janice yeah. Joplin? And and you said Patty. Uh, Patty uh, Smith. Yeah, she, yeah. You actually have a song called Patty Smith as well, right? Yeah, you know your stuff. It's true. Yeah, uh, well, I want to get there, but I'm really into... Uh, oh, I see. You got two accounts. How dare you? Dare you with your two accounts. So, please, tell me about your experience, and, and specifically because you went down there and you were experimenting, or I, I don't know if that's experimenting. I guess that is experimenting, but you were you're taking ayahuasca, and you were doing, you know, you're going to other universes. So, I'm, I'm just curious on how that went for you. Um, I think it's, I think for some worlds, it's kind of like, you know, for people weed or, or, or alcohol, this like, it is another world. And, mm -hmm. and so it becomes really extravagant and hyperbolized. Yeah. And, and I went quite honestly, um, I watched another one of your Twitches and this man was getting real. So I'll tell you real. Um, is like super, super depression, right? Mm -hmm. Like I've been in, a, in and out of 
hospitals for being sad. I haven't been there for like almost 10 years now. Hey, hell yeah. But, but you know, when you're like this, I think fighting for the magic in the world that tells you magic doesn't exist and that you're irresponsible for fighting for the magic. And also now you're crazy for loving magic Yeah, and magic being just music and community. And every podcast I love is dead here with you and you with them. Like all this is so good. And I think in the shamanic world, I went because it was a, um, it's a tantric yoga shamanic art school, which is a bunch of bodacious words, but basically tantric being metaphysical of we are all the net. I am you, you are me, I am these boots, you are the internet, we are all here, blah, blah, blah. Um, not the sex part. Yes. That's the Western part. Yeah. And then the shamanic thing is everyone has that ability. It's just like getting back to you, getting back to what it is you're doing here. What it, the what to the why that the guy asked you and you just asked me. Like, And so ayahuasca was this crazy experience of everybody's on the floor in a room just like puking and farting and crying and screaming and... The whole time, <laughs> I just see, like, Lisa Frank and it sparkles and these cats with big eyes. And and the ayahuasca, they call her the grandmother. She's like, I, I brought you here to tell you you don't need me. And so this part of realizing just, like, even that, you want an answer outside of yourself. And even there, you get, boom, it's you. Figure your shit out. Mm-hmm. And so... But what's been really cool there, they do like medicine songs and mantras, which is foreign to me. Uh, And in that time, just creating a community and getting really in tune with your own voice. What are you saying? Why are you saying it? And as I'm speaking, observing myself while I'm speaking and wondering why I'm choosing the words I'm choosing (laughs) simultaneously, right? Yeah. And in that way, though, I've noticed it's made just the songwriting and my voice like from my from my gut instead of my throat. And so more soul comes out. And it was just um, it wasn't it wasn't this like mystical, bodacious, otherworldly experiment. It was a very like shove your face in the mirror and look like smash your nose against it and just stare into your soul until you figure your shit out, you know? Um, and that's what it was. And then I got stuck. So it just continued, which was great. Cause it takes a while. Well, yeah. <laughs> now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like when, when you're saying that, that, the you know, like you sort of took away this idea of, you know, get your shit together and, and to, to, you know, because it's not the, the the answer wasn't in the jungle of Ecuador. The answer's always just been in here. So how have you sort of taken that lesson and put it into play? Oh, beautiful. Thank you for that question. Of course. <laughs> um, it's it's been interesting because I come home uh, I've come home to my grandma who is dying of like seven different cancers and just one pops up every time. And to watch this, the strong, um, really coarse and gritty country lady who's really hard to love, but extremely lovable sort of deteriorate into all of the things that her walls had been hiding. And so 
not even realizing she's showing that, but to see that of this rock has been this constant um, practice of incorporating that, right? And so grief is a is a bitch and and it'll knock you down and you get back up and you knock you down and get back up and and learning how to be compassionate to yourself for losing the parts like today was gorgeous day and I woke up heavy and at first I was beating myself up for not being able to get the energy to go into the sun but it's like hold up everything's okay trust it try again and we try again. And so just that, just being sort of nicer to ourselves or myself um, and allowing the space to figure shit out instead of just hitting myself on the head or someone else, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That. So so then you, what you took away with it is that you have to find that sort of inner strength to kind of keep moving. Is that is that a good sort of distillation of that? Yes, with every breath. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. that's the part of it that's hard. It's not just like, oh, I figured this out and I practiced for a while. It's like, man, every breath I take, I have to choose to dance or to find the lesson. And it's not all peachy, but yeah, it's a beautiful distillation. Thank you. <laughs> well, um, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to even explain what those those moments are like when you're in the grips of of a hallucinogenic, especially one as strong as ayahuasca. Um, it, it's hard to come back with it, but but what's interesting about ayahuasca and and that's kind of li- um, linked to DMT as well, and is that you do get this very, it's like you kind of like depart, right? Like because you're you're not yourself anymore. I don't know how ayahuasca works, but I've smoked DMT before, and I've been told it's similar. You just sort of it's just like you're you're launched into another dimension, and the thing about it is it, it, that's different from like an experience like taking mushrooms or something is that it it you it is a very vivid image of what you're seeing because you're still yourself but not really you're in this other world and oh my god that's so so uh thank you so much soul skeleton for that host i appreciate that um and welcome welcome soul soul the cell the skeleton Excuse me. Uh, welcome, welcome. Uh, it, 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 what differenti- what it, what's different about it is that you see these vivid colors, these vivid geometric shapes of like ancient Mayan ruins and shit. It's just, and you see whatever you see, but you get to bring it back with you. And whereas with mushrooms, I feel like you you live this experience of, of tripping and you're just going through this whatever you're going through. It's very emotional. Whereas I feel like the DMT, it, it kind of it kind of departs from emotion because it's just, it's not even this world. It's, it's like, you're not even in your own body for me. This is for me, everyone. Uh, but, 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 but you also get to like talk about it and you get to, to, to remember these vivid images that you see and you can bring it back. Like you're saying the, 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 the grandmother talked to you and was like, you know, you gotta get your shit together and this and that. But you were able to bring that back with you. Whereas I feel like with mushrooms, it's sort of this very, undescribable experience that you're just you can't really put your hands on it but you're still seeing crazy shit and you're feeling all these feelings and all these you know all this the 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 electric (laughs) yo what up may skeleton what's up thank you for that follow thank you so much i appreciate that um you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna turn off these things for right now i appreciate you guys coming in and, and doing that but i'm gonna turn off the alerts just for now just because 
I want to, we're, we're talking and I want to talk. Uh, uh, so, so I, I, I don't know. Like I, I've had that experience with DMT where uh, I, I've, I've like seen different, you know, I've, I, like I remember I was laying back on this bed and I looked back and I saw these pillars kind of come out of the ground and, you know, I'm launched into this other universe. And then this woman comes out on the, on this balcony that's backlit with this big white light. And, and she's waving to me, like, come with me, come with me. And, and then, and then I'm out of it. And then I'm like away. And then you're just like, what, what, what's going on? I've also had experience with DMT where I had a hole in my pants and I went to another dimension with my wiener out in front of like a room full of people. So that was weird. I mean, when you come back, everyone's laughing because your wiener's hanging out of your pants. It was uncomfortable, uh, but it happens. You know, you, 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 you smoke some DMT and your wiener comes out. What are you going to do? Um, but but I, that didn't happen there. No. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't think. Yeah, that doesn't apply to you, but you know, for for some of us, who says wiener? I said wiener. Exactly, wiener. <laughs> Wiener schnitzel. Um, yeah, so good with schnitzels. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't know what was. I mean, do you do you? How does that fall on your ears? Does that, does that seem like a reasonable explanation of sort of? And which is there's no explaining this shit, but there's just like. Do, do you agree that, I mean, was it like that for you was, or was it like filled with emotion and were you very self-aware and were you very, like, how was that for you? Like, because I've never done it, so I'm, I'm just curious. It, it, uh, so DMT, ayahuasca is, does not contain DMT, it activates your own DMT. Right. That. And so it's a little bit different because it's not from the outside, it's from right. the inside, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think what you're saying is especially true for me in the way that I feel it's very lucid. Like mm -hmm. you are gone, but with yourself the entire time. Mm -hmm. And so if you stay with yourself, like they would say, like bring a talisman or have a word that you can always anchor back to, mm -hmm. because as long as you can do that, then you control where you go. You control where you can go to find your answers. And, but like I said, for me, there were no visuals. There were no, there, well, there was like the tour bus for the, for the Backstreet Boys was being carried, was, was being pulled by horses and Lisa Frank was there. <laughs> but like, those weren't even visuals though. That was just in my mind. That happens every day, you know? <laughs> but I was like, what's this? That's a, you need a lot of horses for this bus. <laughs> um, and while everyone else is screaming, you know, and crying and beating, eating by snakes and puking their brains out. And so it was more of a, um, for me, none of those cool fractals, none of this other stuff. It was a lot of sort of fighting with myself during the whole time to not get angry at myself or the journey that it was not that I had to nothing was happening and and to trust that that was part of what it was right wow. that I really just needed to do the shit myself and you are the, I am my own magician so create the magic if someone doesn't care that's fine like it's not my job to make people believe in magic it's just my job to dance in my own you know yeah but 
DMT. I don't know. I'll have to try DMT and we'll check back together. <laughs> All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Uh, so then what, what ended up, why were you stuck in Ecuador? COVID man. COVID. COVID man. I hate him. <laughs> Such a dick. <laughs> the the it was two weeks before I was supposed to leave was when COVID just like really raptured everything and in Ecuador like the whole country was shut down so no planes in no cars in no cars out no planes out lights stopped sound stopped we were all in because it's third world country and and uh you can't really afford, I mean, people were dead and having to be thrown into the streets and the military was keeping us all in the houses and you could only leave for like two hours once a week to go get groceries per household, you know? like this Wait, wait, whole, wait, wait, hold on. The military were, were making you guys stay indoors? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Machine guns and, and temperature guns, you know, like oh hand in hand. <laughs> What's up, Behind the Suit? Welcome. Good to see you. Can we get a shout-out for Behind the Suit, please, Reyna? I'd love that, or any of the mods. Behind That Suit is amazing as well. They do a music podcast as well. They do a way more hip-hop-centric, uh, but totally Thanks. cool, and they get deep in their fucking awesome. Uh, Holden's sure. amazing rapper himself as well. So, love peace and love uh so so that that's crazy that's crazy to think i mean because I, I remember they were doing that in china right they were like welding people into their homes and stuff but i guess that was the, the i mean that's just what they thought they had to do how was that for you when you were experiencing like especially when you go down there to experience some kind of you know this 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 reawakening and and you 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 went down there for a specific reason what was it like for it to sort of turn into that turn into this covid situation where you're only allowed out 2 hours a day and machine guns and temperature guns are pointed and saying stay in your fucking house or else it's over it's like how what was that experience like transitioning from this? I mean, like especially because you're seeing the news and you're seeing what's going on, and 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 everyone was in a in in, a, in out of sorts about in the beginning. So, what was that for you? I it was just a further extension of that whole adventure. You know, <sighs> it was like the 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 real world application. Wow. Um, and and it was beautiful. There's no, there was no more perfect situation for me to have been in during all of that time. And and I had pushed the trip back and had changed it from Thailand to Ecuador and pushed it back and had these dreams and gone, okay, I'm just gonna trust it. And every time these little moments happen, especially during COVID, it was like, I'm glad I listened. I'm glad I listened because I'm here for this reason. And and to be away, stuck at the equator, creating videos for a tantric yoga school while the rest of the world is just like flipping out about toilet paper, you know? Yeah. And it was, it was just like, and have other people's visions of that be like, this poor girl stuck in a third world country. It's like, man, I am living at large, you know? Like, <laughs> This is this is some spiritual shit if I could ever ask for it. So wow. it was perfect. And and since then it's just taught me a lot about surrender and and how we hold on to expectations and and how expectations are great, but 
they don't really work out and to so just dance and dance more and dance more. So when you're talking about like, well, this is free form, there's gonna be interruptions, we don't know how it's gonna go, it's like perfect. Right? <laughs> that's 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 what it is. That's mm-hmm. and that's how the good stuff comes out. That's how the real stuff comes. So Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've found. <laughs> you're absolutely right. That's what I've found is is if you just keep it light or I mean it doesn't have to be light, but if you just keep it open and keep an open mind with whatever is being discussed it, it tends to lead into really beautiful discussions where where it, it's beautiful because sometimes you just by talking to somebody you're helping someone else figure out their own shit and that's to me that's the most amazing part about this is because the show does have a uh, a focus on mental health and in, 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 you know in a bit i mean it's been like that since the beginning because of my own mental health issues and uh it, it, i to to get emails or to get like direct messages for from people saying like you know hey you were talking to them and and it made me come to you know I I had to recognize some shit inside me and it was just amazing that it, blah 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 whatever you know like I, I it to me that is the most satisfying part about this is that that people are just getting something out of me talking openly and freely to people which is just you know of course then again it does get me in trouble sometimes. Uh, but you know, that, that's part of it too, right? It, it's, uh, sometimes trouble comes with, with being open and free, uh, to an extent. Uh, so, so then when were you able to come back into the States? What, how, how did you get back in? Because I know like the borders were all closed up and, and I mean, I, we, I don't even think we can go to Canada still. I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, well, Ecuador did a great job while America was dilly-dallying. And, and so now America's just doing a few things that happened back in February in my reality, right? Mm-hmm. So um, it was a series of plane flights that were just, you buy a flight and then it was canceled. You buy a flight and it was canceled. Oh. Buy a, at a certain point, the embassy sent a, a plane, but it was like $1,500 tickets and and so it was just kind of like, let's just sit and wait for the one to come through. Um, <laughs> so I just got a plane when it finally uh, didn't get canceled, you know, and just keep rescheduling. And at that point, I just started picking numbers out of a hat. It's like, all right, let's try for the 22nd. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so then I was able to come back in October so I was there. Wait, wait. Really close to you. weren't able to come back until October? Yeah, I was there almost a year. I was supposed to be there three months, and I was oh, there sh- basically 11 and a half. <laughs> wow, that's fucking crazy. In like a pandemic. How were, you, how were you surviving? How did you like make money? I mean, you. I know this is a weird thing to say, but like how did you eat and like have a place to live? That's what I'm saying about listening, right? In this moment, I was like, I'm in this tantric, shamanic yoga art school mm. run by Germans in Ecuador, right? <laughs> of course. <laughs> on this mountain made of obsidian, which like boggles your mind of dreams. Yeah. And, and it was just like this perfect moment of every everybody started freaking out and they needed to get home, right? right? So they took the embassy flights and they did what they could. And I just listened and it was like, there's no need. So I ended up being the last person there with this family, this beautiful family of 
It was two yoga teachers and their son who had had to move to the school because it had all shut down. Mm. And in that way, in production, we just started filming content and moving the school to an online presence, which had never happened before, which was perfect for me because I got to produce film and edit all of these cool videos on yoga and mantras and anatomy. And so I got to do that and create them with this team and they gave me money and food and a place to live. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. I love Magic, it. Right. Like Magic. you can't forget that shit. <laughs> no, I know. No, I, 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 I've experienced that before where I've been asked out and like just the, the kindness of strangers and, of course, I was with my hippie girlfriend. We were on dead tour, man, and 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 we were just asked out, you know, asked out in 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 Washington at the Gorge, and we had twenty bucks, and we didn't know what we were gonna do, and we just we did it though. We we did it, and and along the way, we found we found people who gave us work where we, they gave us a hundred bucks to make bracelets one day outside of Yellowstone, you know, like it was just this series of magical moments and 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 that's something that just keeps going you know like that that's as soon as i was able to recognize those moments it they just didn't stop you know and and now it's weird because like it's just a part of my every day and i just take it as like well i guess this is what i'm supposed to be doing you know like i mean it's not every single day or anything but it's definitely like there's these markers that are very clear these weird occurrences that are just like i'm just gonna take those as signs i guess this is a road sign that i'm supposed to be doing this you know like that and and it just happens and i guess if you're paying attention you can you can see that stuff but i mean is that something that you experience too i mean you talk about magic a lot it must be what you like (laughs) that has to be almost every day for you but i don't know does does that make sense to you is that is that do you do you relate to that very much so it's like giving me happy tears that you're even speaking those things because i think before leaving for ecuador there weren't so many people in my community that could have this conversation you know yeah. and then and coming back because i surrendered and opened to it now it's just like this is what i have on the reg of just like let's talk about magic and <laughs> and mental health and the reality of what what it all is and how how do we get through it and how do we get through it together and so yeah and i love i mean the magic part of i mean i had this i had um a tinder a Tinder account and I said I was a magician and people had so many serious questions about that and then I was like I'm over it I'm over it <laughs> okay cancel my Tinder account that's funny people are just like really you're a magician can you show me what you do what kind of magic magic with a K I'm like man <laughs> Patrick with a K. Uh, Moving Dutchman, I see your Baby Yoda interview, and we will do that. Um, just give me one. Oh, okay. Hold on. I got this. Uh, um, okay. Let's do the baby interview, and then Mental, I saw your question. I will definitely ask her that. Actually, which song is your favorite from Patty Griffin? I think he means Patty Smith, but maybe Griffin? I don't know. And then we'll do this. You know what? Both of those are great patties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's Patty Smith I was speaking of in response to your lady friend Bonnie about um, Janis Joplin. But, you know, Patty Smith isn't so much, um, it's not so much the songs, it's the poetry and the mindset of what it is. And, and just to throw it back of the reason I, right before I went to Ecuador, I, there's this 
internet Instagram account called Niche. Mm-hmm. And my friend who lost his life over COVID land and depression um, <sighs> sent me that and said, you know, this this really helps me every day and I think it'll help you too. So I think of John all the time. And this part of Patty Smith came up and and she said something about like, I'm I'm going to show myself in my vulnerability and I am not going to apologize about it. I'm not going to feel shame about it. This is who I am. And not that I'm going to get lost and drown you in whatever that is. It is that here I am. And now this is what I'm doing with it. And this part that I had never heard something like that before in, in such a concise and powerful rock and roll lady sort of way and so then I just started having all these books given to me and I didn't say anything about Patty Smith but I had just finished yesterday the year of the monkey and these very she's very poetic in her observations but she feels everything and so that that sort of feeling of how to just that I just like her mentality I love when I listen to music or anything else it's more that I hear their brains and how they perceive the world rather than what the song is saying and so I know that's probably not a very satiating answer, my friend, but uh, <laughs> Patty Griffith's great too. Um, <laughs> is it? No, that's Vanessa Williams. <laughs> and all the names. Anyway, yeah, Patty Smith. I like her her words, yeah. you know, her essence. Her yeah, name. she definitely has that like punk rocker, like, I don't, I'm not, I, I'm not here for the male gaze. I'm here for the fucking rock. And it's like, yeah. I, I love it. I respect the shit out of it. Okay, Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Are, are you there, Baby Yoda? Are you there? <laughs> Hello, Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda? Is Baby Yoda there? I don't know. We're going to have to call him in. Baby Yoda. <laughs> Where is Baby Yoda? All <laughs> oh, that. Uh, uh, uh. Give me a sec. We're going to get Baby Yoda in here real quick. Just give me a second. Uh, Okay, we're going to try this again. Baby Yoda, can you hear me? Are you there? Are you there, Baby Yoda? Can you hear me? Hello? Baby Yoda, are you there? Can you hear me? Where are you, baby Yoda? I can't hear you. Hold on. We got to do it like this. The... Can you hear me, baby? I can hear you, baby Yoda. There you are, baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda's here. And baby Yoda will answer all your questions. Okay. Baby Yoda, first of all, do you have a question for Wonky Tonk? Do you think that in the future you will be rich? Ooh. So, uh, you heard it here. Baby Yoda wants to know, in the future, do you think you'll be rich, wonky tonk? Oh, Baby Yoda. Um, I'm already rich. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think monetarily, man. Uh, but friends and new Twitch world... I'm already rich. I'm already rich. There you go. Wonky Tonk is already rich with friends and 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 and, and Twitch. Uh, um, do, do you have a question for Baby Yoda? 
Uh, Wonky, do you have a huh. do you have a question for Baby Yoda? Uh, you know, oh, this is Alex on a recorded line. You've submitted a health insurance. <laughs> 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 what the hell does that? Are you there, Baby Yoda? Yeah. Okay. What do you have a question for Baby Yoda, Wonk? Uh, I know it's not. I don't even know who Baby Yoda is. I've never, except for right now. <laughs> why is it a baby? Why are you a baby? Baby what Yoda. Happened? Baby Yoda. Why are you a baby? Because I just am. Beautiful, <laughs> Baby Yoda. Thank you so much for that wonderful interview. I appreciate it. You have a great rest of your day. Say bye, everybody. Say bye, Baby Yoda. Bye. All right. Peace. Thank you, baby. Yeah, that was great. Uh... <laughs> hey, gang, we talk a lot about big tech on the show. And you know how I can't stand how our personal data gets siphoned off us and sold to the highest bidder. Our personal information being bought and sold without us knowing who is looking at it and for what purpose. But most importantly, they take it for free. And that's why it's time to take the power back with Tiki. With MyTiki.com, you could see what data companies are collecting, how it's used, and how secure it really is. You can control who has access to your data and for what purpose they are using it for. But most importantly, you get paid your fair share for granting buyers access to your data. Go to MyTiki.com slash GoodEnglish now to sign up for our limited space and start taking the power back today. Go to MyTiki.com slash GoodEnglish. There's a link in the show notes, so go show some support. Hey gang, I want to tell you about today's sponsor, Podcorn.com. Within the first week of signing up for Podcorn, Podcorn sponsored my show. From that time to now, I've been finding different sponsors that work with our brand. Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities such as host read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. With Podcorn, there is no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities right on the platform, set their own rates, and collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. You never give up any rights to your podcast, and Podcorn is here to support you at every step and ensure you're protected and compensated for the work that you do for brands. The Marketplace mission is to give podcast transparency, creative freedom, and full control of how and when we monetize. Click the link in my show notes to sign up to Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities today. Podcorn.com. You were saying that uh, when you came back and you're dealing with these you know, you're, you're, you're kind of giving in more to the surrender, the idea of surrender, and the idea of sort of letting yourself, you know, accepting the reality that that's in front of you and 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 just going along with it and and trying to uh work within it how what what are the I I guess I'm not sure how to even ask this but how are some of the what are some of the ways that you do or are you can or you allow yourself to surrender is there any examples or anything that 
you can impart on us on how you are able to to surrender. I mean, because it's hard for a lot of people to surrender, you know, like they're very used to a certain way of life. And then this horrible thing happens or, or you know, like health problems occur or, or whatever happens, you know, because pain and suffering are always going to be there. And people are always going to have to encounter that. Um, there's no getting around that. But it's, but, but uh, how do you, how do you surrender? How, I mean, how do you do that? I mean, just, just for people who might have a hard time with that right here. I have a hard time with that. <laughs> It's a beautiful question. It, it, it was eventually a question, yes. <laughs> it is. It takes a while. I never know what I'm saying until I've said it, and then I have they, to listen to myself again and go, oh. <laughs> I had to talk that one through. Yeah, it's beautiful. That's, that's the real stuff. It's coming from deep within, right? Hey. <laughs> the surrender, I think, um, it is. it is the hardest part. It's, it's the hardest part of everything is, is realizing that the easiest, most natural thing is the hardest thing for us to do because our minds, our minds are gorgeous, but they're always, I, we gotta, you just gotta be a little bit more like baby Yoda. I am because I am. And, and without, I think what happens is we have a lot of bypassing. So you have affirmations, you have yoga, you have this and that and these and those and it's all this stuff like you want to feel better you want to get your stuff on track do this yeah. and it's like that's not what it is mm. it's got to be what is your language so surrendering like i had to in the ayahuasca land surrender to the fact that i had listened to my dreams i had left america i had spent all this money and and I had gone and I had done this journey for the journey to tell me I was there so I could learn I didn't need to be there. And it was like, and you could fight against it, you know, and you could fight and try to find a different meaning or obscure it. And I think in the surrender, it's kind of like, especially right now with my grandma, going going with her and taking her to the doctor and dealing with dancing with how she is there and how she is not um can be really you know and and I find myself even in my in my tone to her sometimes being like we're gonna do this because we have to do it today okay like it's gonna be fine but even that it's like I I don't need to assume that tone and so driving home being frustrated with myself of why did why did you assume that tone and how can you do something different and in that surrendering to the reality is I have that tone because I have a grief that doesn't so much come out right now because I'm continuing to carry her and so the grief can happen in bits but it'll come later I'm sure and so the surrender to that is a part of the process and to not judge it so much and use it as a lesson. In Ecuador, they always say, like, when you come into a wall, then that's the time you need to change your mind and you create the door. And that sounds so hippy-dippy, but we have the choice. We forget. We forget that we can choose to be happy. We can choose to fight. We can choose to make it into a big problem. We can choose to not care at all. And it's not the apathy and it's not the drowning. It's how do you stay 
in that middle? How do you, like we talked about earlier about being creative, but not getting so lost in the creativity that your life goes away. Mm -hmm. So I always say it's the oscillation, like a fish, you know, like I got an eye on each side and it's good and bad. And I got good, bad, good, bad, good, bad. If I stay here, the bad is always there and I'm going to get slapped and you're like, where'd this bad come from? Right. Or this was going so good. Why'd this have to? And so remembering that, the whole surrender is the surrender to the dance, not to being like vulnerably inert and like you don't, I feel like surrender feels to me like I don't have a choice. I have to like surrender into God, whatever he wants from me, right? Or whatever. It's more like surrendering to what we are and that is dancing. So choosing to continue the dance instead of fighting against it um, and whatever that might be. So I think that Patty Smith quote, I will send it to you, but that really helped me with it too. Just like, I'm not going to feel shame about dancing because sometimes the dance moves aren't that good. And sometimes they rule, but I can only get to the next one if I keep dancing. Um, yeah. And Rand. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, I mean, absolutely. You have to continue the dance. I mean, and and fighting against it, it just it causes so many problems. It causes you know, like just internal battles, and it's just it's just easier to surrender. But it, but I like what you said. You're not just sitting there and just you're just not just this open wound. You know, like you you can you can, um, yeah. This is a controversial person, but Jordan Peterson is a. Uh, uh, he has this idea of sort of uh, y- you build up your spirit. It's like working out, right? Like you gotta like lift weights and and you get strong. Uh, but you but you gotta do that sort of feed your soul like that because life is full of pain. Life is full of tragedy, and it's how you sort of it, when you get knocked down, it's sort of how you pick yourself back up. You know, some people get knocked down and they stay down, and that's awful. You know, I feel for those people. But you have to build enough of this inner strength to sort of recognize that this is horrible thing is happening to you and, and surrender to it. But you also build up the the, the skills, I, I don't know a better word for it, but skills to sort of deal with it in, in a healthy way that's not where you're not beating yourself up or you're taking your anger or, or your frustration out on other people or, or assuming tones with people you love. You know, it's like, it, it's, you kind of got to like build this inner strength to sort of deal with the ups and downs of life. And and that's not how Jordan Peterson says it, by the way. <laughs> he says, uh, he, he says it way more eloquent than that. Uh, but, but there's a lesson in that. And, and I think it kind of goes along with what you were saying. Um, you know, you were saying that you sort of beat yourself up and you get in these sort of where you're hard on yourself. And, and I deal with that, too. I'm, I'm always. Yeah, I'm a fan, too, mental. Um, the I get in this pattern where, you know, I get mad about something stupid or whatever it is. And then I just sort of start feeding it. It's like, you know, you're, it's like my pet tiger that. The, the, the angry demon that I'm just like feeding and feeding and and you just keep going around the same bad neighborhood you know you're, you're you're circling the block in the bad neighborhoods of your mind and going over the same point over the same point over the same point until you literally drive yourself crazy or or you drive yourself to anger or, or mania or depression or whatever it is it, it, you just sort of sit there and just whittle yourself down to a, like a, a sad little nub, and it's, it's it's terrible. And people do it all the time, me including. 
I like to do that. Um, how do you how do you shift that? How do you shift out of those moments? I mean, I, I know like you were saying today, you're you you had to, you know, like you're fighting just to get up and get outside, and and you know, I, I've been there, and, and and I know how hard it can be just to get the fuck out of bed, and it, it's 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 not a great. Yeah, I know he has a new book coming out, right? Yeah, I'm totally psyched. Um, sorry, mental mentioned his new book. Uh, <laughs> so how do you get? out of these moments, how do you sort of, how do you, you know, navigate through these, you know, these, these echo chambers in our head and, and, you know, how do you get yourself up? I know you kind of went into a little bit, but this is a constant battle for me. Uh, it's constant. It's every day. I have to div- figure out ways to get out of these modes. So I'm just curious on how you handle that. I, uh, it's part of this record that I put out, The Lessons in Lovers. Right. And, and it was kind of, you know, going, if you're going around in the same bad neighborhood and then cursing the fact that the same bad shit keeps happening, <laughs> at a certain point, I got tired of telling the same story. Um I got so tired of it. And it's just like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm doing something else. Like, I am not this lady anymore. Um, and so whatever, I mean, real talk, like I got there. I think, I think we have particular lessons, like the, the, what you're saying of like our inner strength to get back up and try again. It's a little bit of muscle memory. I call it like, mm-hmm. because you make the choice. And as long as you keep making a choice, not the same choice, but that you remember you have that muscle. Um, we choose and we choose again to get back up. And each lesson is to be leaned into. It's something I call it like somebody's, I had my first boyfriend in high school, every bruise, he pushed like a button. And I was like, this is a bruise. Don't push that, man. Yeah. And I feel like everything in life that hurts is Jude pushing that bruise going, guess what? That part's not healed yet. And so I have to go, hold up. What am I reacting to? What have I not worked on? And how can I turn? I was just listening to Abraham Hicks and and they said, do you want to be the regurgitator of your story or the creator of your story? Mm. And and in that way, I think we're in this culture right now, especially Instagram reels and and life and being able to tell our story that everyone's so story oriented that they forget they are not their story. Their story is what created the moment that they can start even talking about a story existing. And so this point of choosing over and over again, going, okay, I've, it's one of those things like with your body, if your belly hurts, it's like, oh, my stupid belly's hurting again. But instead, I pretend it's a child that doesn't have language so much and it's just screaming and it's because it has no words to communicate. And I have to go, huh, what is it that upset you, you know, and then learn and then think back. Oh, shit. Actually, I ate like four pieces of bread (laughs) (laughs) or whatever. But that's what we do in our life. We go, why am I so angry? What did this happen? Why is this still happening? It's like, well. I realized in Ecuador, one of the things, sans ayahuasca or drugs, just like in life, where I realized just going through the traumas of my life, 
understanding that some of the things that happened when I was a kid, especially, um, kept replaying. And it's like, you're not good enough. You're on everything. You take up too much space. You're in it. Like, you've stopped me from having my life. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 guilt of all the things. And I thought, though, when was the last time someone said that to me? Yeah. And it's like, hmm, I'm pretty sure maybe when I was three and ever since then, I've been saying that to myself. It's been my voice. Yes, someone said it, but I keep repeating it. So what do I do? I change what that is or I understand why I'm saying go to the root of it, which is forever and always hard work. But it's quite more liberating once you kind of like a detox, right? It's like mm. fucking just brutal for a while. And then afterwards, you're like, I am so green or just like vibrant. And that same point, like it gets easier. And when you fall off the bucket and you have too many pieces of bread, it's easier to get back on because you're like, I've been there. I can choose better and I will choose better. Why did I choose this? Okay, I'm compassionate towards myself for falling off. And now I get back on. And then we do it again. And we do it again. And it's like. I think that's the, I remember having a moment feeling like probably baby Yoda or like kindergarten Yoda, which is like sitting there realizing that if I just, if I, if I learn this lesson, if I lean into it, guess what happens? A bigger, badder one comes. And I swear I felt there and I was sitting there like, I'm not going to learn it so it doesn't get worse. Right. Yeah. But then like the energy of just sitting there being like, no, I'm not doing anything. And that took more energy than just like going, okay, I learned, bring it on the next one. You know? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have to be so painful. It can be more of like, oh, interesting that you would say that, Jasmine. Hmm. How many times have we been over this? You know, I'm yeah. not just, just observing yourself in the patterns you fall into. And instead of beating yourself up about it, being the fool, the magician, dancing with what that is and understanding because the fool doesn't get angry when something happens they like we get angry at the fool for not being affected by whatever we throw at them it's like we gotta be a little more like that where it's not that they're they're not feeling it it's just that they're not absorbing it they're seeing it and dancing and seeing it and dancing surrender Sorry, I ranted. <laughs> I love it. I love your rants. I love your rants. And and Moving Dutchman loves the way that you t- or likes the way that you laugh and talks. Call it magic. Yeah, I love that. That's great. That's great. Thank you, Moving Dutchman. We appreciate your kind words. Um, so your last album was was uh, was Lessons and Lovers, and uh, it's a great album. And it it, it I, I I love that it sort of takes you on a journey. And it's not just one thing, you know, it's not just, it's not just a country album. It's not just like an indie folk or it's not just this, you know, it's not just one thing. Uh, what, what, so I, I, this will lead into that. Heaven asked me, uh, asked, sorry, we we're just getting to this heaven, but, uh, what is your creative process like? And, uh, let's start there and then we'll go into the album, uh, and, and how you create the album. So what is your creative process like? Thank you for that question. I love these. Um, creative process is, well, let's just like swirl it all up into some more surrender, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here for it. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> I, the biggest part is, uh, that was another Ecuador. The thing that rocked my world was this stuff called San Pedro, mm. which is like a mescaline. It's a heart opener. Yeah. Um, and it is, if ayahuasca is the grandmother, San Pedro is the grandfather. And I went there to like learn about how to be a lady, but of course the grandfather was who I talked to, you know? And, and what was fun about that was I've never understood why songs come to me. I've never understood. I never, I'm begrudgingly like, I'm not a musician. I'm not those people. Mm -hmm. And I love those people, but that's not who I am. I'm, I'm just wonky tonk holding space and loving to have these kind of connections and conversations and music is so so in san pedro there was this moment of just like seeing it was all these shaman there was a shaman who brought his whole family and they had this out of tune broken guitar and they were drunk off their asses and they're all singing whatever songs and it's dark and and no one's moved, you know, we're on the perimeter just sitting and these the shaman, shaman's family just having a party. And I was like, this is a punk show. This is like my first musical. This is what music is. And and then all of a sudden they turned into these black silhouettes and it was like an army. And then I realized, holy shit, the songs are my angels. The songs are like my support. And so I find instead of thinking about too much of it, I, I'm, in a, I'm in a process of recording right now and sort of trying to dance with how to not be so wonky and to take it more gracefully mm-hmm. um, because everything just hits me and then I let it come out. And I don't know when a, so creative process-wise, it's like, I, <laughs> I always say it's like when you know you have to poop, you got to get to the bathroom, you know? <laughs> and <laughs> and that's, that's kind of how it feels where it's like, oh, I didn't think I ate too much, but I guess I got to find a microphone yeah. and a guitar. And I just hit record and something comes out. And generally, it's a full something. Mm. And then I have to listen back to it to learn it. And I have to write down the chords and write down the words. But I can hear a demo that I've done three years ago for the first time since then and know every single word yeah. like I'm talk. it's but it's not me right it's just like it's all of it so that creative process of of being able to listen and honor when I know something's just gonna come out it's not like oh that's a great melody or I should really sing about this except when you, someone makes me mad like Brian those ones are very like thought oriented. Let's get this therapy out there, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm ca- I'm going to casually drop it in interviews. Yeah, exactly. That was the best expression ever, for sure. Uh, uh, it's like you. It's just that feeling like you got to poop and you got to like go. It's time to time to go poop. I I I I'm with that so much. It's yep. it's like um, and it's like when you don't let it out it like i mean first of all you're missing out something right like you're that you're just walking away from whatever that is this creative thing that you're gonna make but it's i, I mean it's like it's almost like holding in a poop you're just like oh and, and i feel like it totally manifests in the in like two in negative ways if you don't let that shit out and, and i mean i think that's what's part of being an artist is, is this it's almost this 
I love how Bukowski calls it like a disease, like a mental disease. Like it's, it's like a psychopathy, you know, like it's just something everyone poops in class. Wait, everyone poops is a classic book. Okay. Yeah. Ex yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got, I got it, it in my bathroom right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is, it is a, it, yeah, it is universal. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I definitely have been there where it's just like, I have to get this out. And when I can't do it, it's like, it's not even anything noticeable, but like you, when you walk away from those moments, you are like constipating yourself in, in some weird way where it, it, cause you lose it. Cause like, it, cause sometimes you could have a melody in your head and it's just, oh, I got to get this out and I got to record or whatever it is. And, and then it's gone and it dissipates. And what's left is this sort of this feeling of disappointment, a little despair. It's like, oh damn, that was good. I know it was good. And even if that's the result, you know, that's still a, a bit of despair and it's a little bit of disappointment that you don't need, you know, you don't need that. Like, so it's always like, it's always better just to let that shit out. But uh, yeah, man, it, it is definitely the strong, strong pull that, that you just have to like go and deal with and get it out. And, and it is medicine. Creating is like the medicine. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It was definitely... Like, like at the beginning of the pandemic, being able to create and being able to put this show together like it is now was such a saving grace because it, I was able to just fully go into something without any of the distractions of like, oh, I got gigs to go to or I got to go record this now or I got to do that now. You know, it was like full on. I was able to just focus and, and get it out and, and, and I dumped it all out and it was great and I, I'm still dumping it out, but it's just like the pandemic definitely opened up that 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 the floodgates for just creating worlds and and that's what's so amazing about it and and you know i i i know the pandemic is an awful thing that happened to everybody but it, it but it for me and for my wife it ended up being one of the best things that happened to us because we were able to sit here and you know create a whole new path and create like and now we're turning down gigs now that the gigs are coming back we're able to turn down gigs because of the success we're finding on twitch where we can just play music in our fucking bedroom you know what i mean so it's like uh, th those moments are so important because it's those moments that you have to latch onto that 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 cues what's next you know it's like this is what's next and you if you let that go it's it's like you're you're shutting a door on your future <laughs> which sounds dramatic but I, I mean you know that makes sense to me <laughs> but um w i'm curious on the, your last album and and sort of what was that process like for you how how did you go about that and it's i mean there's so much production in it and, and how, first of all how how involved are you in production of of your albums and your music and and then how do you you know, how did you go about putting your last album together? And then I would love to talk about what you're working on now, too. So, um, but since that's out now, and, and the, the album is called Lessons and Lovers, and that's available right now. And you guys can go check it out. Here is all of Wonky Tonk's uh, socials and stuff. So go check it out. There's a merch store. Go buy some merch. Go go listen to the music. It's all there. Um, but so please, uh, please. Uh, how was that? How how involved are you with the recording and, and the production, and and how do you go about it? Oh goodness, this is a fun question <laughs> um, because it's always different. <laughs> I got you. And I think that it's 
like I, I'm, I resist genre and I'm learning about even that resistance is I need to surrender to what, yeah. like, because it's each, each song and each moment of each song is it chose me and I need to give it its best life. I don't need to show this cool, wouldn't it be cool to like make this moment happen? It's just like, what does the song want? Yeah. And so with this, I've had a long journey of all kinds of people. And um, I call it speaking wonk because y'all are speaking wonk perfectly. Thank you. <laughs> In this way, that, like the majority of my life, people are like, I have no idea what you're saying. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I, I, I'm, I face that a lot myself. <laughs> it's, it's hard because then after a while, you're like, am I making sense? Do I make sense? Um, <laughs> right. You question you yourself. People and you're like, actually, they hear you, you know, and it's great. Um, and I, I believe you do that too, because here we are. That's, that's how we find each other. Right. Um, but the record, I found these dudes, my dudes, the high life, the dudes. The dudes. The dudes. That, the high the, life is the name of your band? I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool, cool. They're like high life and like we drink high life. <laughs> just high life. They just happen to be the high life. <laughs> hey, life is ironic like that sometimes. Back yeah, to Bukowski, man. yeah, back to Bukowski. <laughs> the, the Bukowski, on a side note, there's this poem called The Laughing Heart. Mm. That's my most favorite one ever. And it's about, it's like, it's like positive and magical and not, um, and he's not kidding. It's great. I mean, one of the last moments is like, you are marvelous. Like this, yeah, I am, Charles, right? <laughs> Through you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, but anyway, um, <clears throat> so I found my dudes and I have, I'm very sporadic and I like to dance in the moment and the more I prepare, the less real things get. Um, mm. And so with this record, it is a big, long, swirly whirl of all kinds of messes. I mean, we recorded, I tried recording with this fella and then he basically stole the record and it became this drama and then we got the record back eventually and that that point i was over it and that was just like we went up to akron ohio and just went in a studio and just like played you know i didn't i had a few things written down it's like hey you know you've been touring you want to try this you want to try that but really we just dance within it um and so creating the record i think each thing is interesting. So the la the first one is like stuff we leave behind. And then we have the love detox and then lessons in lovers. How do I turn that love story into a lesson that I can push through and not regurgitate? Mm. And now we're doing breaking patterns and it's going to take a little while and grace and grit. And these, the titles being the summation of the book of the theme of whatever you just trudge through that creating is medicine, like how we get through. And if you can see it from the outside being like, wow, okay. It's these angels talking to me. I'm singing and sick burn because eventually the lessons be spoken back to me in my own voice. And it's like, ah, damn, I knew it all along. Like I was telling myself the whole time. Um, and in that way you have to just be like, 
I know this sounds crazy, but with Lessons in Lovers, it's like, I know this sounds crazy, but let's put Brian on that record. And everyone's really uncomfortable about that. Like, I don't, I mean, that's just like this fun one we do. I don't think it's like, it belongs, you know? And and I get a lot of, that's the standout part. And everybody's like, if there's there's either hashtag wonk on or fuck you, Brian, you know? <laughs> and it's awesome because if I didn't just trust that and it's kind of, trusting like we were talking about earlier about like doing one thing or another and getting the 3d printer you know mm. going in that way and not holding so much onto something but trusting that it'll come back in some form and then you'll go oh hey little buddy i remember you what do you want to play this time you know yeah. and so the record was a series of a lot of choosing to push through because it it it, uh, it didn't come out easy. It was a hard birth, yeah. <laughs> like the other one. But <laughs> but I had a lot of people this time around that would not let it die, even when I wanted it to, <laughs> and or just not even when I didn't want it to. But it was kind of like this is just too much drama. Yeah. I don't want to be a problem. It should be fun. It's medicine. Like. We'll just let it go. And they're like, no, let's create through this. And so it just became uh, this record that eventually I picked my numbers of 422 of 2020. Boom, Chocolata, right in the middle of COVID, stuck <laughs> in Ecuador. Let it go, you know, yeah. and, and trust that that was the moment because it got derailed so many times just yeah. like the trip to ecuador and just knowing that is also a lesson of just like i i trust i trust and not like oh it's going to be fine but like i trust that if i keep myself open i will know why this happened the way it did later and then i'll have another resource to create from and yeah. so that's not so tangible of what happened on lessons and lovers but it was a very philosophical like yeah because that was a second record it was like the first one was kind of a fluke and just kind of pretend and it was like uh-oh we're making a second record <laughs> i'm a musician like this is a thing if i do this this is a thing and yeah. so having to push through that <laughs> and here we are 2021 are. twitch <laughs> Dude, I, you know, honestly, I think that you would do great on Twitch. I think that you would, like, you should check it out. You should check out, check out the music section. There's so many amazing musicians, including my wife, my, my wonderful wife, who is modding right now. Uh, I mean, just, just, just go on it and just, like, just, just check out the mighty, mighty. Thank you so much for those, those five subs that you just uh, dealt out to the community here. Hold on. Let me do this. <laughs> Thank you, Mighty. I appreciate that. Five subs. That's beautiful. I appreciate that so much. Mango. Mango. The, the, the start of this reverse bohawk bullshit. <laughs> How dare you, Mango? How dare you hold it? Um, yeah, we're almost there. We're at 40, 94% to the reverse mohawk challenge. I don't know why, but this is what's going to happen. <laughs> So we're 94% everybody. So uh relax on those uh those channel points. Just hold on to those things. You're going to need them for something else. I'm I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> you put it out there. Yeah, you get it. Winning. All right. Calm down. Calm down, Holden. Calm down. 
No, thank you, Mighty Mighty. You're amazing. Thank you so much for being here. Mighty Mighty has been a, a, a community member since the beginning and has stuck around and is just an incredible, incredible piece of this puzzle that uh, that uh, that we call this stream. So thank you, Mighty. That was beautiful. Thank you so much. So you were saying that someone tried to steal your record? How did they steal it? How are they? Why? Why would they try to steal your record? That doesn't make sense. I, it's not so much stealing; it's holding hostage. Yeah, which I, I just stealing. heard some, stealing. some thing on the internet about Green Day and that happening. Well, someone literally stole the record, so oh. I guess there are no backups of tapes or something, and they had to redo sure. all of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but ugh, I love all these wooings. There's so much. Our brains are amazing, right? Here and there, and here and there, all the things. Um. It just was held hostage. Is it sort of like um, it? Things were all well and fine until I said something like, "Maybe we should try mixing them in a way that doesn't sound like a computer." I I want more like warmth in there, and then it was radio silence forever. Um, like, can I can I have the record then so I can continue with someone else? Radio silence forever. Yeah. Um, so it just became this thing, and then I, and then eventually I had someone else send a message, and and the person sent a hard drive, and wow, started again. But it was this the same way, like when I was in Ecuador, my Facebook got hacked, <sighs> and my social security number stole all this stuff. But in the Facebook hacking and of this of this hostage situation with the record it's again i don't mean to keep saying this on this land but surrender to like facebook i fought it and i fought it and i fought it and it was kind of like you know what you work so hard and you create the following and you create all this stuff in the ether and the clouds and the whatever and and that going away, there was so much energy being put into what I had lost yeah. when really it was all very much there because it was grassroots. We put in the work, we stitched all of the things. And, and so letting go finally, it's like, you know what? I'm going to try this one more time to contact the great monster that is lame book and maybe someone will help. <laughs> and, and it was like, Eventually it worked, but it worked the it worked after like nine months of turmoil and after the th last three weeks of not giving a fuck and finally being done. Yeah. It's like, oh, boop, here it is, right? And that same with the record of just being like, you know what? We created it. That was magic. We knew that it existed. Now it's gone. Let's just like start over. But the hard part more was like believing in the goodness of people and trusting yourself to trust in other people if this is the same story that I keep regurgitating because it's similar drama of the last one and just yeah. like music in general and and sort of just creative types and creativity and ego and yeah. mind and vulnerability and the waves that come and I was taking it all very personally and it would knock me down. And then until I realized it wasn't about me, it was about the people and their demons mm -hmm. and that my job was me and the songs, my songs and I. And so just like carry on, create out of this. I always say, 
go back to poop, turn that shit in the gold. Like, what flowers do I want to plant in there, you know? Yeah. Like, great fertilizer, probably the stinkiest shit will have the best wildflowers. So, like, choosing now in the apex of, like, not being able to think because my old factory is all fucked up by shit. It's like, I'm going to plant some seeds. I'm going to, and not like, this is great, but, like, this is an opportunity, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah no that's that's how i've had to look at these kinds of things that's happened in my life or else it's that it, it, it's i've had to surrender to these situations like moving from san diego back to toledo ohio <laughs> yeah uh, it was just it was a very horrible thing for me to have to come to terms with and it took me a very long time but even when we were talking about it and, and you know, I was just like, you know, probably in the end, this is probably the best move we could make. But just right now, I fucking hate it. You know, like I hate it so much. And it, I, there's just so much resentment against coming back here against this place. I mean, this is the place I fled, you know, 20 years prior, you know. So it's like, I, I, I why would I want to go back to a place I ran away from? And, and, and I'm glad I did because it ended up being, you know, I mean, like my family ended up needing me back here and, and we ended up, my, this podcast ended up doing way better than it ever was in San Diego here. And our music career was fine. My wife became an actress working at like a very renowned theater in Michigan. And it's just, it just turned out to be right. You know, like it was the right move. And then the pandemic came and I look at what California is now. No, that would be awful to be in California right now. It just seems terrible out there. And uh, and, and I see how my friends are struggling right now, musician friends and stuff. And I see the, the musicians who are on tour with these huge, huge acts who had to go and start painting houses and becoming a mechanic. You know, it was just just so they could pay their exorbitant amount of rent. And, and, and I know there was some, you know, they put a hold on rent and stuff, but that's not you know, that wasn't always the situation. So I, I'm very thankful. And, and and the problem was by not surrendering to this notion, it caused so much problems with myself, with my relationship with my family. And it was just, if I would have just been like, look, this is what's happening and we're just going to go with it and see, let's make the best out of this shit situation. You know, let's plant these wildflowers in this shit garden. And see what happens, you know. So it, I, I, it completely resonates with me when you say what you just said. Uh, Mental has a question for you. When, when, uh, oh, uh, when have you ever written a, a poem and not a song? Or I'm sorry, Mental. I, I see it. I'm not sure you because this is what he says. When she written a poem, not a song. So I'm guessing it's like, have you? When have you written a poem and not a song? Is that right, Mental? Would that be a good one? Tell them to play WWE on Switch soon. <laughs> oh, you're talking to somebody else. And by the way, Deadbeat, you do need woos. We all need some woos in our life. We all need woos. I'll, I'll turn the I'll turn the alert sounds back on so you guys can get a woo in if you want. But <laughs> we just had to like kill it for a second. Uh, so so is that a poem? Okay. So so have you written poetry and not music before, or, or songs, or how did? I, I think that's the question. Yeah, definitely. Um, all the time. I feel like I've reached, at this point, especially in Ecuador and with my grandma dying, it has been this part of 
trying to honor every moment as a make it a ceremony. And it doesn't have to be a big old hoopy do, but like everything we're doing is so like in washing your hands, just being there for the washing of your hands, like and feeling what that is and realizing, oh crap, that soap does not feel good. That's why I'm itchy. Like you don't realize that shit until you start paying attention. Right. So that same way with like, turning everything into art. And so I've been like in productions, I have my to-do list. And then every once in a while in the to-do list on my notes is like this moment that someone said, like, or I have a thought of like, we have so many avenues, right? And then I throw in a picture in there and then take a screenshot of that and then create some sort of found imagery of being in, in grocery stores and at homes looking for the perfect prop and then finding like deciding oh look at that look at that pattern or look at those words someone spelled out and then creating a video of that and then giving that some somewhere to go just that it swirls into the air and it's like put it out there it's probably not for me but someone will see something and it'll give them something and so same way with poems um I have journals and journals and journals and journals. In Ecuador, everyone who left gave me their journals and their pens because I kept running out of paper and pen because everything, everything, the the channel between my brain and my tongue is a lot more swirly than the channel between my brain and my hand. And it can just like, and I often don't even read back to them, but I will, um, Minta, I will get some poems out and I'll send them your guys' way. So you can, you know, see about a poem. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be great. I mean, like, I, I could definitely see just putting out videos of you reciting poetry. I mean, I don't know. I'm not trying to tell you how to create your art. Uh, just, yeah, in any way, I'm sure that would be great. Um, I would love to hear them. Uh, thank you, Mental. I appreciate that question. Um, yeah, uh, journaling, that's something my wife's been trying to get me in. She journals pretty religiously. She's a singer and a songwriter as well. So I, I get it. Uh, I get it on that behalf. But I just, I'm, you're right. It's like you can really, when I'm writing something compared to when I'm just talking, it's like this is, I mean, it's just a huge difference. <laughs> you know, like when I'm talking, I'm stammering, I'm, I'm nervous. I mean, my palms are sweaty. It's just, that's just what, I'm just turning into a middle-aged, sweaty, hairless man. And it's just, it's, just, <laughs> it's fucking annoying, but it's okay. Uh, it, it, I don't know. It, it's just, I forgot what we were talking about. Jesus Christ. <laughs> See, that's another part of this. Is I just forgot what we were talking about in the middle of talking about it. It's, it's my brain. It's going to shit. What were we just saying? Yeah, your your wife journals. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Journaling. No, journaling is, is super important. and it, it, Because when I do write stuff down and I write my thoughts down. Oh, thank you, Raina. I appreciate that, you beautiful angel. Um, the... the when I do write my thoughts out, they do seem to be a little bit more together and and not, you know, palm sweaty, stammering, trying to search for the question. So I'm just talking until the question emerges. It's, thank you, thank you behind the scene for those biddies. You guys, don't, you guys don't have to bit me, <laughs> uh, but uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate the biddies. Thank you so much. Uh, appreciate being bitted for being a sweaty mess. Thomas Frank, what's up, baby? Thank you for the host. 
Uh, Thomas was going to be on the show. We're going to figure out when he's coming on, but it should be sometime at the end of the month. Thank you so much for uh, that host. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, so I think journaling is is one of those things that uh, I think a lot of people would benefit from. I think it's a it's a better way to sort of get these ideas and thoughts and feelings out rather than you know letting them come out in in, in inappropriate ways and to people that you care about or you don't care about. You know, like you know being inappropriate and letting this energy sort of flow out. All right, guys. All right, thank you. I appreciate the the biddies, but I'm just talking about being sweaty here. Okay. I appreciate it, though. Thank you, guys. <laughs> uh, uh, so we, we got another question. Uh, the, uh, are you a shower singer? If so, what is your go-to slash favorite bath time jam? And that is from Heaven Majesta. Thank you, Heaven, for that wonderful question. Yeah, that's a very thorough question. Um Thank you. Thank you, Mental. All right, guys. I'm I'm putting the I'm turning off the alert uh, the sound again because <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> lots of silliness. Uh, so please. You, you know I don't. Um, I'm a car singer. Ooh. And and a chair dancer. You know, sitting in a chair just yeah all the time. Um. I, my dad's the shower singer. He sings opera about like washing my motherfucking armpits. You know, and it's kind of uh, it's really something else. It's <laughs> quite legendary. Um, <clears throat> and so most of the time, you know what? It's chair, it's car singing, and singing out my frustrations. I found when someone's annoying me in the real life, I just sing. And the way my dad sings, I'm like, fuck you, this fucking sucks, yeah. And the thing is, I can say it out loud to their face, and they don't realize I'm just, like, cussing at them because it's an afterthought. of like, wait a minute, what'd she just sing? You know? Yeah. It comes out. It's I just sing out those frustrations. And so <laughs> car singing, I drive a lot for tour, and I drive some other people around for tour. And so road rage, I just sing my heart out. And so, <laughs> Dude, you know, motherfucker. like, fuck you, man. <laughs> Which is way more healthier than, like, sticking your head out the window and being like, hey, go fuck yourself. I hope you die or some horrible thing, you know? <laughs> It's much better to just be like, this fucking asshole is a dick. Yeah. Uh, exactly. I, I love that. I love that you're singing your frustrations out at people. <laughs> uh, that, 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 this is a fuck. This. I, 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 um, I used to work concert security and we were doing, I was working backstage for a band called Real Big Fish. Are you familiar with them? They're a ska band. Uh, yeah, all those horns. Yeah, all those horns. And it was actually the trumpet player. And um, what did he say? He said something. And I said something really weird. I was just standing there looking at him. And I don't know if you've ever been in that position, but you know how like someone, you know, whether you get done playing or something and they recognize you and they, they want to say something to you, but you can tell they're kind of like nervous to approach you and I was totally giving off those vibes and and real big fish I'm sure had to deal with that all the time so I'm sitting there like you know I want to talk to these guys because I like real big fish and I was like excited to be backstage even though I was just the grunt and, and working at the bottom level of the production and uh, I said something they said something about someone dying and then I just said something weird like well, well you could always smother them and I thought that I would make them laugh 
And right away, the trumpet player is like, this dude is pissing me off. Fuck <laughs> this guy. And then they all joined in and harmonized together. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck this guy is weird at me. You know, like they, they, it's like this is something that they practiced because they get approached like this all the time or something, you know? And, and it probably wasn't. It was probably just that they know each other musically on that level where they could just connect on, you know, and just go. But they were, like, perfectly harmonizing how weird and, and fuck this guy and why is this fat kid trying to sweat at me, you know? Like, it's just, it's just, it was just one of those moments, you know? <laughs> it's one of those moments where someone was singing their frustrations out at me. It was nice. It was real nice. Um it's a great memory. <laughs> it is. I, I have a few great memories from that job. Just be like, like I didn't, I wouldn't let Peter Frampton backstage because Peter Frampton does not look like Peter Frampton did on Frampton Comes Alive. Okay. <laughs> Peter Frampton now is this bald, uh, gawky fucking Brit who's just like, I don't know. I didn't know he was fucking Peter fucking Frampton. Okay. I didn't know. So he pulls up and he's trying to drive in backstage and he has his like handler or whatever who's driving. And I'm like, uh, hey guys, you guys got your pass. And 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 the dude looks at me. Like, like, like Peter Frampton didn't look at me at all. He was just sitting there staring out the window. And then I was he was like, he's like, mate, don't you know who this is? And I looked in and I was like, and at this point I was annoyed because I get this all the time. You know, like there's always assholes trying to get backstage to meet the people and shit. So like I'm security. You know, they they come and they shit talk me. It, I, again, I was the lowest rung on this in this production, and, and so I was. And so I'm sick of this shit. And I'm just like, do you have your pass or not? Peter Frampton then looks at me and looks at his handler. They look at each other. And he's like, mate, this is Peter fucking Frampton. And I was just like, oh, hi, <laughs> hi, hi Mr. Frampton, big fan. Um, come on in. <laughs> And that and that was it, you know? I've I weirded Warren Haynes out before. I'm noticing a pattern here. I've just been weird to all these people that I've become. <laughs> just because I'm a fan. Oh, who's a sellout? You're a sellout deadbeat. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love you, baby. Um let me see. Okay, we got one more question and then we're gonna do Cypher Deluxe. Um Wonk, do you uh and you could feel free to say no, uh, but would you be down to uh recite a poem or or sing a song or Yes, please. Remember your wings, girl. Remember how to fly. Remember your wings, girl, you got everything you need inside. No matter what happens, keep the heart shining in your eyes. Remember your wings, girl, you got everything you need to fly. Remember those sparkles, remember that magic. Remember that song that makes you dance like no one's around. Remember those feelings that were electric. You don't need nobody. You don't need nobody. You don't need nobody but the hearts in your eyes. Woo-hoo, woo-hoo. 
the world lick Remember that song that makes you dance like no one's around Remember those feelings the world lick You don't need nobody You don't need nobody with the hearts in your eyes. Remember your wings, girl. Remember you are loved. Remember your wings, girl. Remember you are loved. Remember your wings, girl, the biggest heart there is. Remember your wings, girl, and sing a song like this. Or make it up on your own, like I just did because I fucked it up. Remember your wings, girl, remember how to fly. Remember your wings, girl, you got everything you need inside. No matter what happens, keep the heart shining in your eyes. Remember your wings, girl, you got everything you need to fly. Remember your heart, girl, and you'll always know how to fly. <laughs> That's the wonkiest version. Holy shit. Anyway. That was awesome. Thank you so much for that. That was so cool. And thank you for that debut. Wonky Tonk, thank you so much for a, a wonderful discussion and a wonderful conversation. And uh, uh, I tell people what, what's coming next and uh, how can people get a hold of you? Gosh, this is, thank you for this experience, all of you, and thanks for letting me be here. It's been, oh. <laughs> my face hurts so bad for being stuck in the smile. <laughs> oh, well, that's awesome. That makes me very happy to hear. Thank you very much for that. Thank you. Um, what's next are, um, I said this the other day where it's like a little bit of creativity blue balls you know so there's some explosions gonna happen yeah and and they're like revving up you know and they're lubing up so <laughs> there's, <laughs> uh, there's this is the thing is that my boys know my dudes know all about this but people don't get to talk to me so long to know the depths of all this shit, right? Uh, anyway, we've got this record called Breaking Patterns coming out. That's like dance party, okay. which is incredible. And then this other one coming out that's like uh, solo rock and roll. Yeah, yes, Karen O and the kids sort of realm. And in between that, other things are just like sprouting. So, um, and I'm going to start putting poetry. I think I'm going to put them like this Patty Smith book have a poem with a photo that I take in this wonk vision and so I'll put that up on the website and continue Yay. that art thing. Um, and all of that can be found if you Google Wonky Tonk Honky with a W <laughs> <laughs> Honky with a W Thank you so
so much, Wonky Tonk, for coming on the show. I really do appreciate it. Uh, you are a treasure, and uh, I, I hope that we can hang out one day. And maybe you can come up here and gig when things open up. Maybe maybe we can find you a gig up here and something, something that pays. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. Uh, I'm supposed to be joining a band, and... Um, you know, I, I I was you know I'm learning these songs and I was like, hey, let's get together and, and uh, jam. And he's like, oh well, these bars aren't paying us what we used to get, so let's just hold off. And I'm like, that's cool. I mean, when I signed up for it, it was kind of an impulse thing, but I'm I'm ready to get back out there. So I'm ready. I'm ready, baby. So, uh, uh yeah, whatever. In any case, uh, <laughs> go 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 like us on Facebook, Instagram discord the whole thing you can subscribe to us on youtube uh itunes on spotify anywhere you get your podcast you can subscribe on twitch you can also uh, leave a review for the show if you want a free way to support the show you can also help us out by buying a t-shirt from wespeakingishgood.threadless.com we have a threadless store where you can purchase uh, uh, WSEG 80s design. I got a pro wrestler woo design, which I'm not going to say their name for copyright purposes. And, of course, we have uh, a picture of me as a emote looking all mad and listening to on my headphones. So go check it out. It's a good time. I'm going to be adding more designs and, and more uh, options as time goes on. But uh, I'm super proud of it and I'm super happy. And already we sold a couple shirts and I just threw up the new designs today. So I'm very, very happy about it all. So <clears throat> go support if you want. If not, enjoy this for free. I, I truly appreciate you just being here and listening. This is crazy. I was just thinking, I was like, I know my numbers aren't great, but like, when's the last time 8,000 people cared about what you were doing on a weekly basis? <laughs> I'm just like, oh yeah, this is this is something cool. So uh, I appreciate every goddamn last one of you for coming through, hanging out, and listening to me stammer and ramble and, and just, oh my god, what a weird journey it's been. But it's getting so much cooler, especially now that the show's generating money. It's much cooler. <laughs> so, all right, guys, I will talk to you guys soon. I will see you next Wednesday. And I hope that you have a wonderful and fulfilling weekend. Be good to your fellow human beings. HJ's for everybody. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. <laughs>